Today's epistle reading tells us that Christ has broken down the dividing wall of hostility. That's a great phrase. There seems to be a lot of hostility in the world today. Hostility not only between governments and their people, governments and governments, but even within families there seems to be hostility. And not only within families, within the individual. A great struggle, a great spiritual struggle is taking place. What happened to the new man that Christ created? Where is the peace of God? Why did we lose it? And who is to blame? Well, today's epistle is about ecclesiology. It's a big word, but it means what does it mean to be a church? And you can find all kinds of definitions about what it means to be a church. But from an Orthodox understanding, it is centered around the Eucharist. And the authority is vested in the bishops, the priests, and the laity, who have become members of the royal priesthood. We are all protectors of the faith. What was once a monolithic unity has been fragmented and broken into a million pieces, and we are clinging to a relic of tradition that has lost its visible vestige of unity. But where is our sense of the impenetrable, indestructible fortress of faith and being with Christ, who is its chief cornerstone? It's either lost or so badly distorted we don't recognize it. And sometimes it feels as though we are clinging to a sinking ship and we are each going our own way in search of spiritual security. Who is to blame? I am. We can each confidently say, what is required of me to be a member of the body of Christ? Christ asks us to submit one to another. When's the last time I submitted? When's the last time I walked humbly with God? We're all worried that if we don't hold power and authority accountable, they're going to get away with murder. We see it in politics. We see it in governments. Everybody doesn't trust everybody. And so we're vigilant to make sure nobody else does something wrong. But are we doing our job? Our job is to be obedient. Our job is to pray for our leaders. It is the work of the Holy Spirit to watch after His church. This past week we celebrated 
the feast of St. John of Damascene, John the Damascus. And John had his hand cut off because he was writing things that the emperor didn't like. And he didn't want him to write anymore, so he cut his hand off. Well, the Virgin Mary did want John to write, so she miraculously restored it. So John, when he got out of prison, he went to a monastery, and there his elder told him, don't write anymore. I want you just to pray and to be quiet. And so John obeyed. But somebody came and asked him. And they said, John, we need something to defend icons. Can you write out something for us? So he did it. And his elder got wind of it. And he was so upset, he said, I want you to clean the stables. And I want you to clean the latrines as your punishment. So John humbly did it. He obeyed. And in a vision, the elder was visited by the Virgin Mary, and the Virgin Mary said, I want John to write. Give him your blessing. John submitted. He didn't rebel. He didn't take matters into his own hands. He entrusted God and said, If it's your will, let it be done. But I will submit. And so we too have to learn how to trust. But not just how to trust. Let me read you a quote. This is in chapter 6 of the Orthodox Way. And it's on prayer. And it's by St. Isaac the Syrian. And St. Isaac tells us that if we want the church to work, we have to learn to suffer. He writes, If you would be victorious, taste the suffering of Christ in your person, that you may be chosen to taste his glory. For if we suffer with him, we shall also be glorified with him. The intellect cannot be glorified with Jesus if the body does not suffer for Jesus. Blessed are you if you suffer for righteousness' sake. Behold, for years and generations the way of God has been made smooth through the cross and by death. The way of God is a daily cross. And St. Mark sets the bar even higher, what it means to be a Christian. He's St. Mark the monk. He writes, And unless a man gives himself entirely to the cross in a spirit of humility and self-abasement, unless he casts himself down to be trampled underfoot by all and despised, accepting injustice, contempt, and mockery, unless he undergoes all these things with joy for the sake of the Lord, not claiming any kind of human reward whatsoever, glory or honor or pleasure of food and drink and clothing, he cannot become a true Christian. 
that is very different than what we hear in the world today. Stand up for your rights. Organize. We see it in politics. We see it on Facebook. We see it in our social interactions. But if each of us took responsibility and each of us saw ourselves as stewards of Christ, of stewards of the gifts that he has entrusted to us, and not something that we owned, but that we were tending for the master, our health, our resources, our time, our relationships, if we would all be accountable to be stewards of God, our ministries would be strong and our church would be healthy. But an ecclesiology, an understanding of church is th- that is not built on submission to one another but looks with a suspicious eye on the sincerity and competency of their neighbor without considering their own responsibility will be a rather dysfunctional place. In other words, if it's broken, we are to blame. And if it is to be fixed, then we must each care that we do the right thing and leave the rest up to the Holy Spirit. Why is Greece such a mess? They've lost trust in each other, and the societal glue that has held them together has dissolved and fallen apart. They would become a strong country if they began to do what was right and true if they began to trust one another. The same thing is true of the church. We have to trust one another. We have to submit to one another. We have to trust that the Holy Spirit will guide and protect the church. So if it is not as strong and healthy as it could be or should be, then there's only one person to blame. And it is me. If we give ourselves to Christ, it not only ensures a strong church, it also gives true meaning and purpose to our lives. I am to blame. I must follow Christ and leave the rest to him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.